You're listening to Our Two Cents with the team from SGL Financial, building wealth for life. Steve Lewitt is the president of SGL Financial and Gabriel Lewitt is the CEO. They're here to discuss all the latest in financial news, trends, strategies, and more. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to a, another excellently awesome episode of Our Two Cents. I'm already preparing it to be excellently awesome. Isn't that for the audience to say rather than us? Well, I can't. What I... We think it's excellent and awesome. Of course it's awesome. going to be excellent and awesome. I'm All right, just, folks. I'm just, I'm Let me, just let's kidding. Let's start. I this agree. Is, this is Gabriel Lewitt, your host, and Stephen Lewitt, the other sense. The commentator. <laughs> the, uh, co- yeah, the comment. No, we, uh, well, it's, it is going to be your turn to host again soon. Remember, we alternate who hosts from time to time? Yeah, we, uh, once. <laughs> One, tw- we do it twice. Twice. Three times, maybe. Uh, so maybe we'll do that next time. That would be fun. Uh, yeah, guys, we got a great show for you. Uh, we're going to cover a couple of topics here. We've got uh, an interesting one here about uh, women out there, especially if you've um, if you're if you're married, listening to this. Maybe you uh, let your husband uh, handle a lot of the finances. I say that because uh, many women do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Is that a good idea? How can you get involved? What should you? Uh, look for how do you get involved uh, that can be a big question and area of concern and for many women if their uh, spouse passes away unexpectedly they can find themselves really um, uncertain of what to do and why don't you get involved if you don't yeah so we're going to talk about that we're also going to talk about some tax tips uh, Stephen L- Richard Lewitt here our uh, esteemed Presidente and uh, co-founder was recently featured on WGN mm. news Mm-hmm. Uh, at what, uh, 5 p.m. or something like that, 4.30? 4.30. Last week. Yeah. Uh, they they like having you on the show, which they is do. great. I, yeah, they keep they keep coming back. Yeah, so, so uh, uh, you know, bottom, bottom line, he was talking some tax tips. So we're going to give you a, a quick recap, uh, kind of an encore performance, if you will, yeah. of uh, those tax tips I, here. I was very disappointed, though, Gabriel, because my autograph, the value of my autograph uh, did not go up like GameStop. It might have gone up of two cents. No, it didn't go up at all. No, zero. <laughs> Not wow. even two okay. cents. Huh. Uh, and then we're going to do some listener questions here, which I think will be a lot of fun. So, But first things first, Steve, uh, Dad, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm 40-degree uh, weather coming. What's uh, Yeah, what's new for you? What's new? I don't know. It's uh, What's new? Well, my piano lessons are coming, going very well. Yes. You, you got the, what's the biggest song uh, you know? Um, the biggest song, well, like the hardest song. Well, it's a jazz piece. You play jazz. I play jazz. Well, wow. I, I, <clears throat> yeah. So I've learned the jazz chords, uh, and you can improvise on it. Mm-hmm. Up and down the piano on the black and white keys. Yeah, and it's uh, and then I made up my own piece. Look at you! I have my first piece. Wow! Which I'm Did happy. Did you give to, it a name? Yes, it's called Frenzy. Frenzy. Yeah, I is gave it, it a, a name. Is it a frenzied piece? It, well, there are parts of it. <coughs> you have to hear it, Gabriel. Oh. You know, I, you can't talk about it. You got to, like, I'll come over and I'll play it for you. I thought you were still on, like, row, row, row your boat or something like that. Uh, no, they you've don't. Got, you've gotten past that. They, they jump you in pretty deep. I <laughs> <laughs> just This group I'm working with. <laughs> yeah. It, it's kind of funny, guys, if you're out there listening. Uh, I was talking with Joe, our producer here the other day. We, we have a lot of clients, and we're always like, hey, what's new? What's going on? And people are like, eh? You know, like... Not so much new these days. I mean, yeah. you, you know, the small talk is harder than it used to be because, you know, no one's going out and seeing new movies. Yeah, it's like I haven't been out of the house. Everyone's already binged all the shows. 
you know, fewer travel, vacations, oh, or wedding. I'm, you I'm know, binging a new show. Oh, called the uh, the Man in the High Castle. I think that's old, isn't it? it well, to me, it's a new show. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, it's old, but it is fantastic. Interesting, fantastic. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, I told Joe to start watching it. Did you start, Joe? No. Not yet. Okay. No. Well, what can you do? What can you do? All right. Well, guys, let's go ahead and dive in here. I think we've got, as I mentioned, uh, some great topics lined up here for you. So let's dive into number one here. You know, women uh, if out there, if you're not yet involved in your uh, family finances or your personal finances, I think a, a question I, you know, there's a survey here that said that nearly half of uh, females that responded said they defer major financial and investment decisions to their spouses. Half. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I don't know if that's accurate or not accurate. I mean, polls are sometimes a small sample size, uh, but it's something we see a lot uh, in our meetings and a lot with our clients. So a question out there, uh, why is a good question, I think. Yeah. Why? You why? Know, what's the uh, reason behind that? And I don't want to say, I don't want to start making it sound like it's necessarily a bad thing no, to do that. No, no, no. It's, it, it, it's not. But what, let's talk about uh, the, the risk factor first and then we can talk about maybe why yeah. uh, so the risk factor is you know family finances personal finances retirement planning can be pretty complex and there can be a lot of moving parts investing is complicated there's tax you know uh strategies to employ there's lots of things that are happening budgets credit cards uh, mortgages in your personal family finances right and, and in a good relationship you know the person that's stronger mm -hmm. uh, we have couples where the women are in charge and the men kind of sit absolutely back and, uh, less less common but but we see it we do see it yeah. so in a good relationship uh, the person's strength is what you play to yeah now the question is is why and is it important for the other person to at least know what's going on? Yeah, high level maybe or even medium high level. Well, because I mentioned it earlier, but the risk factor here is something happens to your spouse. Right. Uh, and it depends on exactly where you are in your uh, life. If you're really close to retirement and you just all of a sudden have no idea what's going on, uh, that can be very, very stressful. Oh, tremendous, uh, tremendous. Tremendously let's, stressful. Let's say you've been a homemaker and you <coughs> haven't been out in the business world and money's not your thing and a uh, partner or spouse passes away and it's like, oops, I don't, uh, I'm in the ocean. I don't have, uh, I don't even have, uh, you know, a life preserver here. Right. And so what, what can you do if, you, if you're in that boat? Okay, let's say you've acknowledged uh, just in this last minute here, yeah, that's me. You've raised your hand. Um, First thing first is, do you want to do something about it? So I think there's a lot of benefits to getting involved, and we're going to talk about maybe how you do that or some ideas on how you would start to get involved if you haven't been. Uh, but the benefits, I think, are if from what I've seen, when uh, spouses start to get involved, they feel more confident. Mm -hmm. uh, they feel more secure. Yep. Uh, there's oftentimes less, usually, I won't say all the time, usually less arguments about money. However, sometimes by getting involved in the finances, there might, there might be more. You, you uncover something that the other spouse may be uh, spending more on uh, golfing or something than you might have thought. Right, but it turns into a healthier well, relationship. Well, it ultimately turns into, yes, it uh, could, could cause some short-term uh, um, tur tur turbulence. <laughs> Volatility. Volatility. <laughs> like the market. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, it, and usually if you work through that, the, uh, the spouse that is managing the money, like I worry a little bit, um, not too much because my wife is involved in a lot of our finances. We review things pretty regularly. I like to keep her in the, in the loop, but I do manage most of everything. 
Um, but I feel confident that if something were to happen to me, she would know what to do, mm-hmm. which makes me feel better. Well, she has a good advisor to go to. <laughs> and that's, so, a, dad, and that's what do you mean? She has not a good advice. She has the best, she has the best she advisor has the best to advisor. go here if something happens to her. Oh. But here's the deal, and that's very important. Look, if you're doing, doing your finances yourself, uh, then one of the things to consider, if you're the spouse handling the finances, one of the things definitely consider is, okay, what happens if I am out of the picture? Mm-hmm. Because your spouse has nobody to go to. Yeah, they go to Uncle Jim or Aunt Mary or somebody to get advice. Yeah, uh, if you're using an advisor, that advisor becomes the the point of contact, the backup plan, the backup plan. And you know, we do Gabriel have uh, unfortunately a few times every year where we have a spouse here saying, "I have no idea what to do." That's why we hire. One of the yep. reasons why we hired you. I'm so glad you're here for us. What do I do next? Yep. Yeah, that's it. Unfortunately, it uh, does happen, but it's good to know that, uh, you know, we have their plan. We uh, walk them through it. We review everything that we had discussed. We re-modify goals, exactly. uh, but we can pick right up from a, a very key part, and uh, that helps um, That helps the spouse that didn't previously stay involved feel, uh, so, uh, feel much better. So how does a spouse get involved? Okay, uh, yeah, good, good question. So first thing first, I think, is if you're out there, uh, and you can, sit, you can do this as a couple, by the way, uh, if you're if you're both listening to this, uh, you can sit down together, grab a glass of wine, you know, coffee in the morning, whatever your preference. And uh, the first step is is picture. Unfortunately, this is maybe the hardest step. Uh, picture yourself or ask that question. You know, Jim, Jane, you know, Jim, honey, if you were to pass away today, uh, what would I do? Mm-hmm. Where is everything? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you start there. What What do we even have? Yeah. And okay. if your spouse says something like. <laughs> Don't worry, honey. I've got it taken care of. Do not say okay. <laughs> well, and, and they might. Um, but the point is, is if, if they're not there, right, they can't tell you where everything is. So I think that's the very first question is uh, what do we even have and where is it? Yeah. And I think where you go, exactly, uh, just even a list that uh, your spouse or your partner can put on a mm-hmm. shelf that they know where everything is. Yeah. The second thing I think is it's good to have a – at least a monthly, if not a weekly, 15-minute fireside chat about your money. Mm-hmm. You know, just to catch up, hey, how are things going? Anything happening? I saw you were upset about the stock market. Uh, you know, we got more savings. That's great. You know, just 15 minutes, easy, uh, but rhythmical, happening every week. Yeah, yeah, I think that's very helpful. And um, But going back to you know, part one, uh, you, that that conversation, that fireside chat, if you will, will be a lot more helpful, again, once you've gotten that inventory of where everything's at. Right. And that should be Definitely. updated, of course, pretty frequently. Because, you know, we actually do a lot with um, the state planning as well, for those of you out there on the call. And uh, one of the challenges there is people, when somebody dies unexpectedly, uh, <laughs> where is everything? Mm-hmm. Where is the will? You know, where are trust documents? What bank accounts do you use? Where are my logins and passwords? If everything is under the spouse, I mean, just think of logins and passwords. So you see, a, so what, okay, most of our clients, for example, have a big Excel sheet, you know, maybe as, as an example, listing all their accounts and where they're at. So I've got an account at uh, Chase, right? Well, it doesn't typically show all the usernames and passwords on there. That's so, right. so how do I access the, if my spouse passes away and they don't know the username and the password? Uh, that becomes very difficult to locate all these things, get in, you know, reset things. 
So that's another part too, you know, just being able to access everything definitely. where it's at. Definitely. And you know, it's not unusual, Gabriel. Uh, I know you get the same thing I do for a spouse or especially a, a woman come in and say, God, I, he left me with such a mess. <laughs> uh, you know, all those forms not filled out. I thought our taxes were paid and they weren't. I mean, they go down a list and yeah. I feel so bad for that person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so so I I think, you know, hopefully you feel if this is important that there's steps that you can take. I think step one, again, is getting organized, getting streamlined. Dad, I liked your idea of a a fireside chat once a month, uh, once a quarter. And then I would say, uh, guys, if you're out there, set a uh, more detailed schedule. Maybe it's twice a year where you. because those fireside chats can sometimes be like, yeah, everything's going good, right? That's mm-hmm. not too detailed. Yeah, let's have another sip of wine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but really set down a more meaningful, detailed schedule, maybe once or twice a year, where you break out your financial plan, you print it out, uh, you walk. I, I've done this many times, usually once or twice a year uh, with my wife. I'll print out our financial plan, and I will walk her through it. Definitely. And I show yeah. her how it works, and... Uh, it's very, very helpful for her. Well, it's very grounding. And for for couples that do not have a plan, that conversation is really, really much more difficult to have, Gabriel. Yeah. You know, there's no plan. I'm not sure where we're going. It's like go, it's like a couple taking a trip. I'm going to California. You say to your spouse, well, how are we getting there? And they say, well, you know, well, we're just going west. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't we'll worry get, about we'll, it. We'll, we'll get, get there. We'll get there, you know. And so it <laughs> yeah. makes that conversation really, really more difficult. Yeah. And last piece here I want to add on. Okay, so I think it's very important. So it's interesting. As I'm going through these plans with my wife, and she's, you know, of course, married to a financial advisor. And so she hears me talk about a lot of stuff more than even the average person might. But I'll be going through the plan. I'm saying, yep, this is our uh, IUL policy here. And she'll look at me. She's like, a what? A what? <laughs> What's, uh, what's an IUL? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Index Universal Life Insurance Policy. She's like, what's that? Mm. Okay. And so, so as we go through these, you know, we're discussing how things work and what they are. So the key part about this is, you know, as a spouse that maybe doesn't spend as much of your time on the finances, how do you educate yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you learn about what these topics are? Can you sign up for a course? Uh, you could attend some of our webinars. That's always a great idea. You'll start to pick things up uh, very quickly. Uh, we're very thorough and extensive in our webinars. Uh, but, you know, find a way to learn about the specifics piece by piece. Yeah. Now, if you're a person that just has no interest in finances, and, you know, we know a lot of people like that. It's like, I couldn't care less. He, if he wants or she wants to handle it, <laughs> go get a tiger. Um, we still suggest that you keep connected to your partner about money. Just don't give it away and never look at it. Yeah, at least a little bit. A little bit. Yep. Well, well, yeah. So hopefully that's a helpful uh, inspiration for you folks if you're out there and if you fall into that camp. If you have questions, sometimes couples find it easier not to talk about it uh, themselves uh, and maybe have a mediator or somebody like a financial advisor like us uh, helping to explain these things and review and do all that. We can do that. We've had, we have done that. Uh, so uh, are, are we still doing marriage counseling Sundays at I 1 o'clock? I think it's every Sunday at 1, 1 p.m. 1 o'clock, yeah, right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't come in, folks. Yeah, we, <laughs> We're not going to be here. Uh, but it, there is sometimes an element of that. So, All right. Questions on that? Give us a holler. 847-499-3330 or, or sglfinancial.com and let us know how we can help. Uh, Dad, let's switch gears, Mr. Uh, TV star Uh-oh. No, over stop, here. Stop, stop, stop. Uh, I, I got a, I got a, 
give you some kudos and some props whenever yeah. you know not every advisor is on TV, right? I do. <laughs> I feel very fortunate that they they like me that I have they think I have something to say. Do you know this puts you in like the top zero zero one percent of yeah. advisors? Yeah, I was happy to, I was happy to be on Fox a little while ago. Um, and I, you know what I enjoy about it, Gabriel, is that I feel like I, ha I really have good information to share, and it's nice that somebody is receptive to mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, it's good for my ego. You yeah. know, I, li I like it. Well, you know. But I, it's a lot of pressure, you yeah. know. Well, I think what's interesting about it, just if I can make a comment, uh, people out there listening to our show, you may not know this. Advisors out there can uh, go out there and purchase recognition. Uh, you can, you know, you can pay Forbes. In fact, they all these big companies have sales teams where they, you know, they reach out to you to try to get you to buy, you know, perceived, um, you know, PR, mm -hmm. right? Like get a page in Forbes, but you're paying for that. That's right. Uh, this one with uh, WGN and a lot of the interviews you get, this, this is not, you know, you paying to be on TV. This is them recognizing uh, your expertise Absolutely. and our expertise at SGL Financial and yeah. inviting you on the show. So I think I think I'm really excited about it every time they uh, reach back out to you. So I, I'm well, proud of my papa here. Thank you, thank you. Oh, all right. I'll stop gushing. Thank you. So what did what, what did you talk about? Oh, well, I'm <laughs> still I'm still getting over the gushing. Yes, uh, tax <laughs> tips, right for 2021. Yeah, well, the questions were, you know, what, if I want to get my refund, what do I got to do? Well, you got to get organized and get your 1099s and your W-2s and you get everything you together. Mean you have to file a return? You have to actually file a return. <laughs> um, you know, just get it all together. The problem that a lot of people have is they, they miss something. So they want to get their refund, but they miss a form. And then they got to go get that form. And then the, the refund comes, uh, you know, a month later or mm -hmm. six weeks later trying to track down a form. Um, uh, the changes going forward that I think are really, really important is that the, uh, the, the uh, deduction uh, the, uh, stays pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. um, so that didn't change too much. Uh, you can, if you're over 70, continue to uh, contribute to your IRA. Mm -hmm. uh, which is a, which is a new change, but the most important I think is that this year, if you have required minimum distributions from your IRAs and four hundred one ks, in other words, if you're seventy two this year, you have to take them out. Whereas last year, you got a pass. No free pass this year. No huh? free pass this year. Yeah, very important because it, it can be tempting to think, well, we're still in the middle of the pandemic this year, as we were last year. Uh, maybe you get another free pass with those RMDs. But unfortunately, uh, big government says no. That's, oh, and you know what? I Yeah, that's uh, not a pass. The other thing I forgot to mention, uh, Gabriel, was that you know, some people expected their checks for their coronavirus checks mm -hmm. uh, through, and they didn't get it or they got part of it. So if you're in that category, You've got to file your return, and then on your return, you get something called a recovery rebate credit, hmm. and they will deduct the amount you were supposed to get from your taxes. Hmm. Now, so you're still basically getting you're your still getting this check. It's just coming in a different form. Exactly, but it, some folks out there are not required to file taxes because their income is too low. If that's you. To get that recovery credit, you still need to file a tax. Very, I think that's very important because you may not know that and you may not file your taxes if you don't need to, if you happen to be in that boat, and uh, you might miss that free money. 
Absolutely. So that so pretty much that was it. What I didn't get into that I wanted because there's limited amount. This is your of chance. Time. Yes, this is your chance to uh, shine here. Anything I, you I wanted to talk about tax planning for 2021 and mm-hmm. Roth conversions and looking at ways. Uh, folks, you know what I'm going to say here because I say it everything. Taxes going every time we talk. Taxes are going to go up in the future, and uh, I believe that just like I believe I'm sitting here looking at my son. I mean, it's good. I don't I'm, see I'm how it can't. A, I'm happen. not actually here. Yeah, he's a he's a ghost, <laughs> the ghost of my son. Uh, so, what do you do in 2021 to move money out of that taxable account into a tax-free account? And to me, that's the question of the day and the biggest challenge in financial planning other than income planning. Mm. Yes. Uh, well, that would be a topic uh, I think we've probably covered, but we'll continue to yeah, cover. We beat the de- we beat the heck well, out of that. You know, I, it is, it's funny because obviously there's a finite number of topics you can ever talk about on these shows, but we find different ways to dive into greater detail on specific items. So I'm sure we'll be returning to uh, tax planning in greater detail here on the uh coming shows yes well that was cool so that was a great uh, recap yeah i think you were only on for what like four or five minutes or something or not like even not i think even. three three and um, a half but that's pretty good for tv time you know yep. sort of having your own show uh pretty soon they're gonna have you be an anchor on there right uh no no you know, so <laughs> i don't want to be an anchor lords what lords duart duart what's their lord one? lordis lordis yeah uh and then the other guy is uh, uh Ben Bradley and Steve Lewitt. Yeah, they're great. You know, (laughs) the three musketeers. We we used to do it in the studio, which I love to do because you get to sit up there with them and see the whole workings. I feel like that would make me even more nervous. Oh, I love it. If I was in studio, I actually love it, and um, they're great. I mean, they're so easy to talk to, and they've got this natural way of talking and reading. Mm. Uh, Just terrific how they do that. Very cool. Very cool. All right, uh, let's uh, uh, transition here. A couple, uh, again, if you got questions on tax tips, 847-499-3330, sglfinancial.com. Uh, you can email us, uh, glewitt at sglfinancial.com or slewitt at sglfinancial.com. Uh, that's Gabe and Steve uh, email address. Uh, let us know because uh, we can help you. And just to put a plug in, obviously it's tax preparation season as we speak. Uh, our our uh, CPA uh, tax preparers here are filling up very fast, Dad. Oh my! I uh, looked at faster the schedule. Than, faster I, than previous years. Uh, I looked got, at the schedule the other day. I said, "Oh you my!" Know, every year we do more and more returns. I think uh, this year is obviously shaping up to be our uh, yet again our biggest year ever. Each year tends to be. Uh, I think it's because we do a really great job with people's uh, individual tax preparation. Well, they're all CPA returns uh, done by CPAs, so we know it's just top flight. Yeah, and and the value is really there because we don't charge. Uh, we we don't even charge as much as the uh, big firms. I thought you were going to say we don't charge, and that was the well, end was of the pa- That was a pause. <laughs> you scared yeah. me when you said uh, we don't charge yeah, as no, much as the bigger firms. No pause, please. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. So it was a really great value, and and I just think it's uh, it's a no brainer, mm-hmm. honestly. And and you could do it yourself, yeah, but uh, why bother? We do it better for cheaper, and uh, time is money. So yeah, give it to us. Uh, yeah, call us if you need a tax return appointment. Eight four seven four nine nine three 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 zero. Talk to Sarah E or Joe. Uh, they got all of our preparer schedules. It's easy. We got multiple drop off options. Uh, you name it. So yep. one, easy as one two three. All right, so let's round out our show here today. Talk about listener questions. We've had a couple come in over the last few weeks, and uh, some of these are actually also from uh, questions that Steve and I receive in uh, client meetings. Mm-hmm. Of course, we change uh, we change some of the names uh, for uh, privacy purposes and for uh, compliance. 
But um, let's talk about some of these. I think we got a couple good ones here. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me let me uh, find them here. Find my list. Uh, hold on, flipping pages. <laughs> yeah. So I don't see these folks. So I'm hearing them for the first time. So I get all excited because well, I, lo- I love questions. Sometimes you tell me them and I write them down for the show. Yeah, I do. But and then these, these you'll, I you'll recognize them. These you'll I haven't seen. Them. Okay, we've got. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see, we'll start with this one. Cheryl in Huntington Beach, which is cool because we do have clients in other states. Uh, should That's I, California. California, yeah. yeah. Um, should I purchase a investment property with a couple hundred thousand dollars? Boo. Wow. Uh, or mm. should I keep it invested? I think I, she said, I think I have my eye on a, a highly appreciable property that I think will do really well in the future. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, California properties are just going through the roof. So, uh, you know, the first rule on investing in real estate is you don't buy at the top of the market. But that's like the stock market. How do you know? How do you how <laughs> do you know? What, yeah. I mean, yeah. Bitcoin is over 50,000 and everybody thought it was at the top of the market at 30, 30,000. Yeah. So you don't know. So the, the question I would what's her name? My pretend name, because I, kn- oh. I know you know this client's yeah. real name. Yeah. Uh, but I w- it's uh, Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl. So uh, what I would say to Cheryl is, look, what is your motivation for buying this property? Okay. If it's capital appreciation, then you have to say, well, am I better off getting capital appreciation from real estate, or am I better off getting it from a diversified portfolio, or am I better off getting it from a growth annuity? I mean, those are your options. Yep. Um, and which is better and which you may be comfortable. If you're, if you're buying it for income, then the question is, is why do you need that for income? Uh, is your other income sources not sound enough, not uh, comfortable enough for you? Uh, if you're buying it because everyone says, well, real estate is safe because that's the old keep story. Up, keep up with the... Keeps up with inflation and all that. Well... Uh, 2008, uh, real estate wasn't so safe, <laughs> <laughs> and it, and a lot of co- a lot of houses uh, have not recovered from that. Mm. Uh, so that's a particular neck of the woods. Uh, now, you could she could be buying it for uh, when she retires because I know this person uh, that when she retires that she has uh, like if you're going to turn it into like I have from some clients that have Airbnbs mm. and they actually do really well with those you know and it's fun to do and it's a little bit of work now if if that's the reason well uh, that sounds like a pretty interesting thing to look more deeply into yeah 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 it, it's interesting i it reminds me of a client i had that was asking a similar question i think it was last year and i said do you do you want to be a landlord he was like oh heck no <laughs> i was like well there's your answer Right. You know, you probably shouldn't invest in real estate. Uh, but yeah, there's like any investment, there's risks. Um, I think a good question is what's your projected uh, rate of return, net net mm-hmm. rate of return? So if you factor in cash flows, appreciation, uh, what does that look like over time? Is it better than the stock market that you can do? So uh, yeah, that's a, it's a good question. So if, if you're in that boat, you're considering that. Uh, that is one that you shouldn't just pull the trigger on arbitrarily, willy-nilly. Uh, let us help you calculate that, okay? Um, question number two we've got for this week is Ed in uh, Mundelein, Um And it's actually kind of similar. Uh, he wants to know if he should um, pay off his house sooner, uh, okay, or invest. And uh, I feel like we had this maybe a few months ago, but it's uh, it always keeps well, popping up. It's one well, of the most we common ke- questions. We keep, we keep getting that question yeah. over and over again. I don't like having a mortgage. I'm just going to pay it off. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Ed, uh, you know, you didn't put in here uh, how much you have left, so I can't necessarily answer that. I, I think I, so. Let me give you my my general answer. If if you don't like having a mortgage, as you just said that, <clears throat> and uh, you have maybe uh, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars left, and you've got you know substantial amount of assets, pay it off. Be done with it. It's not going to make a big difference in your plan. That that's called, folks, an emotional financial decision. But if it's a small amount of money, the uh, which I'll, I'll get to in a second, right? It, it won't have a big long term impact. On the other hand, if it's like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, okay, let's say you have the money to pay it off lump sum, uh, which would mean you're in pretty good financial shape. Well, now you have to ask the question. It's called opportunity cost. Okay, what is the cost of the lost interest I could have earned with that hundred or two hundred thousand dollars that I used to pay off my mortgage? Yeah, so if you get a mortgage at two point seven five, and you can invest that money and get five percent with safety on both sides, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, logically, you would do it, right? Mm-hmm. Emotionally, you might not want to do it because you just hate paying that mortgage payment every month. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, generally, if it's a small amount of money, you're not going to see a, a, the smaller the opportunity cost from paying that off. The larger the amount of money, the larger the opportunity cost. And if the rates are really low, it's usually not advisable to pay off a huge mortgage lump sum um, when the rates are so low as they are today for mortgages. Exactly. And that's yeah. called an arbitrage. Arbitrage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our final question is from Maria in Elk Grove Village, and she mm-hmm. says, uh, uh, guys, I know you talk about this, uh, but CDs are not paying a lot right now. What's my best alternative if I'm looking for something better uh, right now for wow. short, short, short-term money that I want to keep safe? CDs are ridiculous, aren't they? Well, they're not great. <laughs> if, you like, if you like if you like a 1% interest rate or a half a percent interest rate or depa- a quarter or percent. It depends on your CD. Uh what's this person? What's her name? Uh, her name Maria. Maria. Uh look, uh CDs, why do people buy CDs? Why do you buy CDs? You want your money safe and you want to get a decent you return. You want to listen to music. And, yeah. no, I'm kidding. That's ba- uh, bad joke. <laughs> Dad I'll, joke. I'll just I'll just ignore that one. Um, uh, just trying to keep things fun. Well, you can buy two types of CDs. So, yeah. so you want safety and, and you want your money liquid and you want to uh, earn a decent interest rate. Right now, the opportunity cost on CDs to keep your money that liquid in a one-year CD or even a five-year CD, the opportunity cost is huge. What that means is you could take that same money and, for example, go out and buy a MIGA which is a multi, it's like a CD, but it's wrapped in an annuity. It's called a MIGA, multi-year guaranteed annuity. And you can, you can get five-year, 3.1% guaranteed yeah. for five years, yep. uh, which is much better than a CD. Yeah, so not, not much more to have to say there. I mean, you're just basically giving up interest. Uh, some people are like, well, I don't like annuities. Well, this is, uh, yeah, it's called an annuity, multi-year guaranteed annuity, but it's a b- function just like a CD. Exactly. And actually has some uh, strong advantages over CDs. Uh, that being said, if you need money really short term, you know, one to two years, uh, you could look at a very high quality, all uh, short duration uh, bond fund. Bond fund. Yep. Okay, not individual bonds, but a fund that takes away a lot more of the risk. Uh, keeps your money liquid. Uh, that should earn you, uh, you know, hopefully a couple of a percent, one to two, you know, maybe three. 
depends on the fund. Uh, there is a slight element of risk, but it's very, very low and very uh, low probability. Yeah, so or, you, or you could go into, it's a little more sophisticated, Gabriel, but you could go into like liquid life insurance. Yeah, that's a conversation for another day. We've yeah. got a, uh, there's a five-year MIGA that's paying uh, 2.45%. That's actually, it's five years, but it's fully liquid at any point in time. Right. Uh, the only drawback there, people say, well, what's the drawback there? I can get 2.45 and get my money at any time. Uh, there's what's called a MVA, which is called a market value adjustment. That's a very uh, technical term for if rates were to shoot up uh, really high all of a sudden from being low, uh, you you'd potentially have a, uh, a, a penalty if you did withdraw that money. Uh, but other than that, there is no surrender fees or anything like that. So very interesting product that can be a very good fit that pays 2.45%. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so there's lots of options out there. And, of course, uh, you got to see us to see all the details and disclosures and all these things uh, because this is just a high level on the podcast here. Yeah, I would just urge you because I know we understand the psychology of folks who love CDs and cash. <laughs> and, again, it's very emotional. They like to know the money is there. It's right in that place. This is not the time, folks, to let your emotions make your financial decisions for you. Yeah. And, and by the way, if you're sitting on a lot of cash, I had a client, I think, just this last week, uh, he was sitting on, you know, a million four in cash trying to figure out what to do. Mm -hmm. My goodness. Um, yeah, I, that's, I have one with a million seven. That's a, uh, you don't want to sit on it for too long, folks. Uh, make a decision on what to do. Create a plan. That's what we're here to help you with. And uh, that's going to put that money to good use. Uh, so that's our show for today. Thank you so much, as always, for being our valued uh, listeners and for choosing our show, Our and, Two Cents. And, Gabriel, I want to say that was just a marvelous, fantastic, terrific, well, wonderful show. I think it show. was phenomenal, phenomenal. excellently, <laughs> if I say so myself. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and if I say so myself. <laughs> oh, we're just teasing with you folks. Uh, so ho hopefully you have a great day lined up. Uh, go out there. F find something new to do however you can. Just you know, take a walk. Take it's a long walk. Uh, you know, I built a snow f uh, fort with my, uh, with my little kids, um, which then got me really nervous. You know, when I was a kid, I used to tunnel into stuff and not yeah. worry about it. And then I see my kids tunneling into stuff. I'm like, what if this collapses? What do I do? Like, and I got all nervous as a, mm. as a parent. Uh, who knew? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, have a wonderful day. Uh, if you need anything, give us a call, 847-499-3330. If you haven't yet, call us to get a free portfolio analysis. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll send it to you. No questions asked. You send us your statements. We'll send you an analysis. Uh, you don't have to even uh, come see us if you're, if you're interested, uh, just to get the ball rolling. If you have uh, questions, that's uh, something that we're, uh, we're offering at the moment. So give us a holler. 847-499-3330, and go to sglfinancial.com to find our website. Take care. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Stay well, everybody. Have a great week or weekend, whatever's in front of you. Thanks for listening to Our Two Cents with Steve and Gabriel Lewitt. For any questions about your finances, give SGL a call at 847-499-3330 or visit us on the web at sglfinancial.com and be sure to subscribe to join us on next week's episode. Investment advisory services are offered through SGL Financial LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance and other financial products are offered separately through individually licensed and appointed agents.